You are now listening to Today with Jared James. Hey guys, Jared James here, and welcome to episode six of my podcast, Today with Jared James. Today I want to talk about what to do with your money when you get it. In my in my previous podcast, I had talked about how to know if you're wasting money. We handled some other money topics, and we'll probably continue to do that because I think it's a, um, a topic that a lot of people have a lot of interest in. I also think that money is something that people completely mismanage and don't understand what they have uh, in their hands when they have it and how powerful it can be as a resource. It always gets me when I talk about money and somebody comes up from an audience or something and says, you know, hey, you know, money won't make you happy. And my response is always, well, neither will being broke. So where are we now? Money definitely can make things easier, but money can also make things extremely difficult if you don't know how to manage it. Having money can be one of the greatest things that ever happens to you. It can also be one of the worst things that ever happens to you if you don't know how to manage it. So let's talk about this money thing. Let's just, you know, I work in the real estate space, so let's just say you get a commission check for $10,000. Like, what do you do with that money? Well, first off, let's talk about what not to do. Because let's talk about what almost the whole industry does, which is you get a check. Usually it's already spent before you even get the check. You've already committed to a lot of different things. You're already broke. You're already, you know, you've been relying on that closing to happen, which is a bad place to come from. And then what happens is, is that most real estate businesses are not incorporated in any way. They're not LLC. They're not S Corp. They're not anything. So thank you. Everybody wants to thank you for paying more taxes than you should have. And then what happens is, is they get a check. They throw it into a a checking account, usually a personal checking account, and just start paying stuff off, which is completely disorganized, completely like not the way to do it. You're paying more taxes, and then ultimately what happens is they get to tax day, realize they owe a ton of money, uh, you know, realize they screwed themselves, they're in trouble, like just completely unorganized. And so that's what most real estate businesses are doing. What I want to talk about today is I want to talk about what good agents are doing And I want to talk about what great agents are doing, okay? And so what good agents are doing is, first off, you you have to be incorporated. Now, I'm not going to go into today whether you should be an LLC, whether you should be an S-Corp, whether you should be a C-Corp, whether you should be on a salary, whether you should be – that's a discussion between you and your your accountant. What you shouldn't be is an individual uh, uh, who is getting their check, their business check – having it written out to them and putting it into their personal checking and then just paying everything out of there. That makes no sense at all. So the first thing you want to do is you want to have a conversation with your accountant and you want to figure out, do I want to be an LLC? Do I need to be an S-Corp? Do I want to be on salary? Do I need to be a C? Like you need to figure out what that looks like. But then what good agents are doing after they do that is they're taking 35% of all of their income. So that would be $3,500 out of that $10,000 check, and you're automatically putting it into a tax account, okay? It's a separate account that is specifically for your taxes. Now, at the end of the year, with all your write-offs, and if you have a good accountant, you're probably going to get in a little bit under that, but you need to be safe. You'd rather be safe than sorry, okay? Nobody loves to be penalized for having a great year by figuring out they owe way more money than they've actually saved. So 35% good agents are putting in a tax account. Good agents are then taking 25% of their uh, money, and they're putting it in a business account, 
okay? And that business account is where all of their business expenses are coming out of. All of their, maybe their lease for their office, maybe their expenses for coaching, maybe their expenses for lead creation, maybe their expenses for their software they're having, their expenses for uh, different uh, uh, people that work in their office, their 25% are going to that. Now, keep in mind as I talk about how all these different uh, amounts are going to different places, in today's world that we live in, you can have one bank have a personal, a business, a bunch of different checkings and savings, and you can actually set up rules where a certain percentage of each check automatically go to these other accounts. It's not that difficult. This is the world we live in. It's just leveraging today's technology. Set it up one time, never have to set it up again. So good agents are putting 35%. Uh, first off, it goes into the tax account, 25% into their business account, and then the remaining 40% is going into their home slash checking account. And that's where they are paying their regular bills. That's where, that's where all of your normal, regular, everyday home, groceries, this kind of stuff is happening, right? That's what good agents are doing. Let's talk about what great agents are doing. What great agents are doing is, first off, they're incorporated, like I said, whether that's LLC, S-Corp, C-Corp, whatever your accountant recommends for you. But what a great agent is doing is they're still taking that 35% that automatically goes into that separate tax account, which is where they're keeping that money to figure out just how much they're going to owe in taxes. They're now taking 25%, and they're putting them in a business account, which is going to be your business expenses like we talked about before. They're taking 30%, not 40%. They're taking 30% and putting it into a home-slash-checking account where, where all of their personal uh, things are paid for their personal bills, their ongoing family vacations, whatever that may be, and then they're taking a minimum of 10% and putting it into a savings account. And some of you need to go Google what savings is because that's the first time you've heard that word, savings. They're putting it into a savings account. Now, how are they able to do this? A great budget has a lot more to do with what you spend than what you make. And so you guys know, I mean, I talked about on the previous podcast, I don't want you getting rid of expenses that are absolutely necessary that make you more money, but a lot of you also are spending money that you don't need to be spending. A lot of you are living lifestyles that you don't need to be living. Have you ever wondered, have you, have you ever found it curious that the same people who are broke when they make $40,000 a year, the same people who are broke when they make $100,000 a year, that the same people that are broke when they make $500,000 a year, that the same people that are broke, they're broke, they're broke, they're broke. The issue is not their income. The issue is the lifestyle that they're living. The issue is them buying into the idea that they have to have the greatest of everything and keep up with everyone, and I need that new pair of jeans. I need to eat out twice a week. I need to go buy coffee every single morning and all throughout the day. I need to be – that's the issue. And so when you look at what great agents are doing, they're taking that 30% of their income, and they're living off of that. They're creating a lifestyle that allows them to live off of the 30% so they can put 35% in a tax account, 25% into a business account, and then they're taking that 10% savings. And ultimately what that 10% savings is about, it's not only about peace of mind because I'm going to tell you right now, no pair of jeans, no, no meal, no anything ever tasted as good as peace of mind. But they're taking that 10% and they're not only saving it, but what they're also doing now is they're looking at how to invest in the future. And they're looking at what kind of property can I invest in and what kind of companies can I invest in and what kind of whether I want to invest in the stock market, whether I want to. They're looking at their life and not just looking at right now. They're looking at the future. And one of the easiest and best ways to do this is if you've been selling for a little bit is to kind of like go and project what you're going to look like over the next five, ten years. What is the gross minimum income you're going to make? 
Like this is how you figure out, you know, how much you need to live, what your lifestyle should be like when you're doing your budgeting. This is what we do with coaching students when they start. What is your gross minimum income? Meaning what's the least amount possible that you're going to make in the next five to ten years per year? Let's just say it's $100,000. Well, let's say it's two hundred. dollars Whatever the number is, what you want to do is you want to take that amount, multiply it times 30%, and say my personal bills, my personal spending cannot go over that 30%. And then what happens is if you end up doing a lot better than what you thought, which by the way in most cases is exactly what's going to happen, now you're able to take that 10% savings, but it becomes 30% savings, 40% savings, 50% savings. But this is the way that I want you guys thinking going forward is not you work to keep up with your lifestyle. It's the idea that you're setting yourself up for the future because what did I say before? Nothing tastes, nothing feels as good as peace of mind does. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, there's a few things that I'd like you to do. Subscribe, share this with someone you know that you think would also benefit from it. Leave a review on the platform that you're listening on. And do me a favor, go over to connectwithjared.com. Connect on all the platforms I'm on, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube, all these places. And do me a favor, leave me a message. Let me know what you enjoyed about the episode. And more importantly, let me know what you'd also like to hear about moving forward. 